Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you. A little late coming to you in the office. Um, been a long day. Put some things together late and um, finally decided on a message <laughs> that I wanted to share with you. This is actually from uh, another friend of ours that's uh, Dean Hulse. He's a freelance writer as well as a radio host and outreach director for God's Great Outdoors. You should check that out. They do some podcasts and radio shows. But he shared this story recently, and I thought... I'm going to pick this up because he talks about turkey season, and it is turkey season here in Oklahoma. Matter of fact, um, one of my grandsons just bagged his bird yesterday. The other one bagged his opening day of season. But uh, So we're, they're killing birds and having a great time. But um, I wanted to share this message. I, I titled his thoughts, A Continual Worship Service. Now, one thing that, that Rhonda and I love to do is we love to worship. Uh, we love good worship. We love being a part of incredible holy spirit filled fire breathing worship that moves your soul that 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 just stirs you from the inside out uh, and and it can happen it's happened right here in our kitchen floor i turned on a song one day i wanted Rhonda to hear and she just went to worshiping across the whole house and it was incredible it was fun because that's what it should be it should be this continual worship service but dean writes this romans chapter 12 verse 1 through 2 says therefore which is, remember what that means, it's because of this, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove that the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Dean says this, I love to turkey hunt. The early mornings are getting harder and harder to get up, but when I do, it's well worth it. I recall many mornings where the morning is filled with the sounds of owls, robins, sandhill cranes, ducks, geese, chickadees, pheasants, and of course, turkeys. I've sat for hours listening to all the different wildlife. It makes for an amazing morning of time with God, and to me, it's an awesome worship service. Even with very little sleep on these hunts, I find the mornings in the woods a time to praise and worship my Lord. As he reveals himself to me through his creation, it brings a great realization of how great he really is. So many people leave church on Sunday morning and don't even think about worship until the following Sunday. Literally every moment of life could be and should be a time of worship for the children of God. Charles Spurgeon once said, all places are places of worship to a Christian, wherever he is. He ought to be in a worshiping frame of mind. It's a pretty quality statement right there. That matter of fact, ought to be a refrigerator thought. All places are places of worship to a Christian, wherever he is. He ought to be in a worshiping frame of mind. I think of my best times of worship are times when I just allow God to amaze me and fill my senses with his glory. But do I worship him when I feel stressed and under pressure from the world? 1 Thessalonians 5.18 tells us, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So it doesn't matter whether we're feeling stressed or pressure from the world. In everything we should give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. Is not giving continual thanks to God a form of worship? I I I love I love how he, how he questions that there. All things 
can be used as a form of worship. And in our, in our giving of thanks for God, for, for blessing us and how he has, it is a form of worship to him. It's giving homage, paying homage to God for his blessings in our lives. But can we worship in all things? I believe when our heart is right, we certainly can. Dean tells this story. Recently, I had someone tell me a story that changed their life. I was pretty young, but I remember the circumstances, but never knew the detail. When I was eight or nine, my brother Dale was 10 or 11. He came down with double pneumonia and was at death's door. With 106 fever and little treatment, it didn't look good for him. The person that told me the story told me that they witnessed my parents in the hospital praying together. Their words gave praise and glory to God. They were worshiping him and letting him know that they were okay with whatever God chose to do with Dale's young life. This reminds me personally of another story of a family that I knew quite well. Their son made some bad choices, and it cost him and his friends their lives, as well as the life of the person that they hit that night. At the ER, while the doctors were preparing this young man's organs to be harvested at the request of the family, the mom was out in the hallway, which was filled with grieving teenagers and schoolmates, and she was sharing the gospel with each of them. Using tragedy to speak Jesus into these kids, even as her own heart was torn from her, broken in loss. Could we all do that? Could, could we worship God as our child is laying in a hospital bed, either already gone or possibly dying? But that's the kind of worship that we should be offering. H how do we do this? We do it by releasing everything we have to God, by acknowledging his ownership of our lives, complete surrender to him. This comes through a living, breathing, personal relationship with Jesus Christ and a life of prayer with him. There is nothing happier and more joyful than a heart fully given to Christ, nothing held back. When our heart becomes that, our life is one big worship service. Wouldn't that be amazing? I encourage you tonight, as you think of these thoughts from our friend Dean, that you consider how is your life of worship. Are you kind of like how he described a lot of Christians? who show up on Sunday morning and that's the only time they'll think of worship throughout the rest of the week. I listen to Christian radio all the time. I've had people ask me why. Honestly, um, it happened when I gave my life to the Lord. I, I was in a dark place. I was in a bad place in my life. Uh, when I when I surrendered, I, had a, I tell people the story. I had a 10-channel programmable uh, AM, FM cassette deck in my old, in my old pickup. Uh, and, and it was a it was the pickup that was higher in the back and bigger tires on the back than in the front. It had mud flaps, had some horse country on them, had the antennas on the windows. It was it was truly a redneck truck. But that was all country music on every station programmed into my radio. When I hit that place of darkness, when I when I surrendered wholeheartedly, when I when I truly had an encounter with God that changed me forever. I changed every one of those pre pre preset programs on my radio to the only station in our listening area that had any type of Christian music on it, and it was F the 87 out of Ponca City. It's it's now the House FM or FM 87, but it's it's um, it's contemporary Christian now. Back then, 
it was Christian music, uh, and it was Tony Evans and all the teachings and all the preachings. And I listened to everything. I, I put that channel on every station in my pickup and I listened to everything that was broadcast on there. Not because I felt like I had to, but inside of me, I wanted to, I needed to have a complete makeover in my life. I couldn't, I couldn't have anything held back. It was all or it was all or nothing. I was all in at that point. I sold out at that moment. Mark chapter 12, verse 30 says that you'll love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. There's nothing left. That's everything. That's how I felt. Just that sold out feeling. And from that moment on, I have just always listened to Christian music. When I travel, I'm punching the buttons until I find a Christian station. If I can't find one, I'll often simply turn the radio down where I can't hear it. Just because it's... It's not that I feel like music is bad. I'm not going to go down that road with you. But it's not my style any longer. Uh, I know lots of people, including Rhonda. Rhonda loves a huge variety of music, and so do I. I love the beats. I love the rhythms of some of the old songs and the old country and, and the old cowboy music and things like that. But but it it doesn't it doesn't resonate in me anymore. So I listen to Christian music, and I worship it is it is something that's positive that I need in my life every day. It takes me back to that very moment of surrender. Uh, there's 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 some awesome songs. There's some stuff out there that ain't no fun to listen to. I know that. And I know styles are varies. I Rhonda just cringes every time I start listening to hip hop. She <laughs> she she struggles with my hip hop version, my my thug side. But I love Christian hip hop. I love Christian rap. I love I love contemporary Christian music. I love Christian rock. It, 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 but it's something about the positive vibe. There's there's some sex out there I don't really care for. There's some styles that don't suit me. There's some things that I don't really care to listen to, but I will endure them because it's a positive influence in my life. And I'm not telling you what you should do, what you shouldn't do. I'm just simply saying this is who I am today. I, I try desperately to stay in a continual state of worship. I think it's something that we should long for, this this continual worship service in our hearts and in our minds, in our spirits, allowing God to pour into us. Look at the darkness we walk in every single day. You can't go, you can't even watch your local news anymore. You, you, can't, you can't listen to any without the darkness creeping in. It's time that we shine a light into everything. It's time that our light stays on all the time. Remember the old Motel uh, 6 ad? We'll leave the light on for you. We need to leave the light on in our spirit all the time. We should be a continual worship service going on inside of us. Now, I'm not talking about you got to walk around with your head bowed and your eyes closed. That'd be kind of dumb. You're going to run into something. Don't do that. But I, I spend my, my time listening and communicating with the Lord. And, and Christian music is helpful for me in that realm. But even when I'm not listening to music, I spent the day uh, working on a, a hail beat hood <laughs> on off an old pickup today, the, I didn't have anything on at all. It was quiet in the shop. It was just me and my tools doing my work. I didn't turn the radio on. I didn't turn my phone on to anything. I just sat in the quiet. But my mind was constantly thinking of things of the Lord. I thought a lot about yesterday's message. I thought a lot about the sermon that we heard yesterday. And I actually texted the pastor and let him know that I was thinking about that. I was still chewing on everything he had said yesterday because it had an impact. That's that continual worship service. 
being thankful for everything that God is doing through us, for us, around us, and everything he has already done and everything he intends to do ahead of us that we can't even see. Do you realize his presence goes before us? He's already preparing our future. He's already preparing our path for tomorrow. We need to give him thanks for that and put ourselves in a place where he can use us. That's exactly what he's called us to, to lead others to Jesus. Let your life be a continual worship service. I want to thank Dean Hulse for his words. I already messaged him and told him that uh, this was a powerful story. Um, I'll send him a copy of of this audio just so he gets to hear what I shared. Um, I don't mean to take anything away, and I always want to give credit for those who have written things outside of my realm. Uh, I do that with lots of people. I've put a message together from our friend Bova Rutherford tonight. I thought about sharing it, but this one took precedence, so I'll share above us another time. But uh, think about that. Check out God's Great Outdoors. Uh, look it up on Facebook or wherever you want to look for it. See about their radio shows and, and their podcasts that they produce. Dean writes a lot of great stuff, and this was one of them tonight. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for following along on our podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for praying for Rhonda and I. Thank you for your support. Uh, we're, we're so thankful for those who have partnered with us financially, partnered with us in prayer, that walk with us on this journey that God has placed us on as we seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. Amen. I hope you have an incredible rest of your week. Know that we're praying for you. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.